Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I missed this. <laughs> and we have this again once, once this week <laughs> for more shenanigans and more weird shit. Thanks for already starting the recording. <laughs> I'm just gonna cut that in. I don't, I don't even care. <laughs> uh, hello, everyone. Well. <laughs> Welcome to the anniversary episode of Double DM. It's been over a year now at this point that we've been on this podcast journey, at least publicly. It's been longer since we had the idea and we had a lot of things to do before we started, but this uh, basically marks uh, our one year of Double DM. Yeah, it, it is a lot. Being able to do this or doing this for over a year now is still hard to grasp sometimes. But do you know what's also hard to grasp? How easily it is for us to just switch off, <laughs> switch on professional mode and start talking. Yeah, but th that's one thing that we've learned through the podcasting experience that, that we've built over the past year. That we have our pre-show shenanigans and then just click and we're sort of oh. kind of professional now. I mean, we're still talking about butts and okay. Um, of yeah. course we do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even fucking know. How are you? How are you doing today, Niels? I am good. Not particularly great, but good. Still, or at least mm, stressed out for the upcoming exams because mm -hmm. university exams suck to prepare for, but the outcome will be worth it, I hope. Let's hope I pass the test. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that I have a presentation on Thursday this week and an exam on Friday this week and another exam on in a few weeks and a few homeworks to put in. It is a lot. My condolences. Uh, this It feels like a lot. I mean, it's fine, but like, I don't know. <laughs> this sounds weird, but why is it like this that university and college is basically designed to only stress you for like five weeks, a whole year, and all the other weeks, it's just smooth sailing as long as you do work for it yeah. a bit. As long as you do your uh, homework, mandatory homeworks every week and stuff, it just is pretty smooth. And Yeah, but then exams come out. around and, and you then get... it's just mayhem. It's just utter mayhem in the exam weeks or the weeks before that. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's, it's weird. It's disgusting sometimes. <laughs> Even, but yeah, let, let, let's hope for the best. But mm -hmm. I mean, we are good and prepared, so we will have no troubles at all. <coughs> Not even a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> no. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out. <clears throat> <laughs> Yeah, so let's talk about the year we've had with yes. Double DM. We're Double DM. We do it. <laughs> I don't know why I actually started that. But yeah, let's talk about this podcast. Before we get into some questions we have prepared, I just wanted to randomly ask you. Oh boy. So how does it feel to be a one year long podcaster now? Personally, it feels really, really good. I can feel a but professionally, it feels bad or what? No. <laughs> I can't really 
say much about the professional side because we are still building on that, or at least I am. I think we, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's still mm -hmm. room to grow. Mm -hmm. But personally, I already feel accomplished that this podcast has persisted over a year. Mm -hmm. And this just feels fucking great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would totally agree. I mean, working on the professional thing is, um, the thing is, it never really stops, right? You, you exactly. always improve and improve. And I think that's basically also where the good podcasts div divide from the bad, but also the great divide from the good. Those that always want to improve and those that also put the work into improving are the ones that persist. And without tooting my own horn for too much, we do put in the work. We do put in the effort. We want this to succeed. I mean, even if it's um, maybe not as much failed for this show because this show um, is supposed to be a lot less edited or simply edited, so it feels natural, the discussion, right? Because mm -hmm. in a discussion, you don't want to lose the details and nuance. But when you look at Titus Code preparations, like we put in work, we put in hours just so this can be the best it can be from us. And I'm sure that shows after Titus Call will be better just because we have learned from the past experiences. And from this year alone, only in podcasting terms, I've learned so much. If, if we have to go into more, I have learned so much in general about oh, yeah. myself, about the world, about other people, about how to treat others. And generally, like there there was a big thing in changing my world uh, and the way I approach life. And yeah, this is all cause of this. Yeah. So how was it like to start the idea of Double DM? How did, how did it come to this and what was it like? Tell me about it. Um, okay. Yeah. The idea was sparked in late 2020 it was around i think two weeks before christmas or something that i first had the idea of doing one because i came to twitter and followed a video game dev to his dnd podcast and that's when i realized that there are like 100 200 300 000 podcasts out there and that everyone can do one and that's still one of my core beliefs when it comes to podcasting yes you can do your own podcast just do your thing. There's a difference between everyone can do it professionally, which, for example, I'm not a professional because I don't make my money off of this, but everyone can do a podcast. And yeah, that's how the idea was sparked. And then one day, a week before Christmas, we I get the message from my mother that she is positive for COVID and is coming home for quarantine purposes and that I am not to leave the house anymore for two weeks, which meant over Christmas and New Year's Eve. And in that time, I, um, yeah, it, it didn't, right? It's when you're forced to be quarantined, which I abided by, obviously, I didn't go outside for 14 days at that time because I didn't want to. I didn't want to infect anyone because I for serious had COVID in that time. And well, yeah, but still, it, it kind of was a little, I wasn't feeling the best being forced to stay inside, having other people do the shopping for us. We, for example, made cheeseburgers for Christmas. I know the one of the best Christmas foods ever, cheeseburgers, but right, I mean, it works. Right. It was fun. Um, yeah. And yeah, and that, that then the idea more or less, um, grew into something. Okay. Not just I want to do something, but I want to do a D and D podcast, a discussion podcast, not an actual play, though I had the idea from, 
from for Titans Call, not the general idea, but just the idea of, hey, I want to do an actual play as well. That came also from that period. And uh, after quarantine was over for me, I let it sit for a few days and see if it subsides again. And not that it's just this weird quarantine addiction or quarantine obsession and I lose it too quickly. And after that, I realized that I still have the desire to do some more or less creative work for myself as as a person that isn't the most creative person or that isn't really a creative person having a project that more or less is a creative project like this one was something i wanted to do and now we're here i asked you you agreed and yeah yeah and i just got a quick intersection just don't tell this is or just don't say this is more or less creative work this is creative work period just so i i there's something we can discuss there but i think what you are doing is definitely creative work even not in the podcasting sense, but making sure or making campaigns from scrap and stuff like this. This is all creative, just so you know, yeah. at least in my opinion. Yeah, that, right. DMs are creative people. I'm not saying I'm uncreative or not, not at all creative. I'm just like the person that it's just that, uh, right. There are people that uh, do music, that paint, that draw, that dance or whatever. I'm not that type of person. I'm the type of person that plays video games all day and programs tools and websites for a living, right? That, that's not creative. That's just logical math, more or less. Uh, not creative, right? That that's It, it can be, it but it doesn't have to be. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, moving on. I have a question for you. I have, t I have two questions for you. Oh, God. The improv questions always hit me different. I will ask <laughs> them both at the same time and you can choose to answer which first. Okay. First up, how was it like to hear about the idea and what the fuck is that on your couch there? Um, okay. What do you mean on the couch? There are several things. <laughs> if you mean the this thing right thing. here. Or no, the one above. Yeah, this? that, 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 that. This is that, a pomegranate. No. Why? <laughs> <laughs> because... I ran to the kitchen before we started and wanted to make a uh, cut open a pomegranate to eat. But then I realized, oh shit, we wanted to meet to record. So I just put it on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, you thought about having something to eat, realized that we have a scheduled recording <laughs> and threw it on the couch, sat in front of the computer to start recording and, exactly. just, and hoped I didn't realize. I just don't give a shit if you'd realized or not. <laughs> okay. After this is over, Perfect. I will eat this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Most proudly, I will eat this pomegranate. Oh. Okay. But to the topic question. <laughs> it was... Actually, not that weird to hear about it. I always thought about podcasts and yeah, it would be cool if I'm, uh, someone made a podcast or I would be part of a podcast or something, but never really thought of it like doing myself physically or actually doing it. And when you came along with the idea, I thought, yeah, well, kind of makes sense. We always talk about that stuff anyways. And thing was in my head at least a couple of times already, but I never acted on the ideas. Mm -hmm. So I thought, yeah, sure. Why not? It was just, it, it just fit. It was just fitting in the headspace at these times or in general. If we yeah. would be doing this for over a year now and you would 
have asked me now, I still would say yes, because I like this. And I realize now, after over a year, <laughs> that I like this. But I like to try new things. Mm. So the worst thing that could happen was nobody liked my voice on the podcast. So who cares? I mean, the only person that doesn't like your voice on the podcast is yourself. Yeah, but it's getting better. It's getting better. <laughs> I, I can listen to my own voice now, as long as there are not too many people around. If I hear myself publicly, publicly I will still sing into the ground. <laughs> because that's just the way it is. But yeah, it, it's just, it was just a nice idea. Mm -hmm. Then let me ask you one question. Yeah. What preparations did you do before we started? Um. So when I asked you, we decided on how do we even do this? Because we both were like, we had no fucking idea of how to do a podcast, right? The first thing we obviously knew was, okay, we need to record. Okay, but how? How do we record the podcast? And I think there was a significant amount of trying to figure out how we do recording, especially in a synchronized manner. Now we use Zencaster, which is one of the best podcasting programs you will find. It's amazing. Zencaster, please sponsor us. Um, we're up for sponsoring. Cool. Yeah, but no, it's, yeah, we, we took some time to figure out how to actually record, what episodes are supposed to look like, how to do editing. Or obviously, since you are able to draw and to make something look good, uh, you drew a logo, a banner or what everything else we needed as visuals for the podcast. Let's say at least now I am able to make things look good. For Twitter and Instagram and all other social media for the feed, we needed to decide on a podcast host and how to distribute our podcast. Then we figured out equipment. Do we need new equipment? Yes, we did. In fact, at the first few episodes we recorded with very basic gear that didn't work at all, or at least didn't serve the podcasting purpose. And now we have these at least somewhat functional mics. Yeah, I would say functional mics. They're not music studio grade microphones, but those cost a fortune and we don't have a fortune. At least I do not. Yeah, not now at least. Yeah, and that's kind of where it was. We did all of, basically we didn't do much preparation, right? We, we just went for it and did the thing, which is reflected in the quality of our first few episodes, which is just phenomenally garbage. <sighs> Yeah, but I mean, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. No. And I think regarding that, they turned out okay. They turned out okay when you look at the context. But if you look at now in comparison to them, they are fucking garbage. Exactly. It's all a matter of perspective. It's, it's a lot of things that you just don't learn without doing podcasting or without doing, let's call it podcast training, because for Titans Call, right, we, do, we did some sessions that will never see the light of day for especially the two players that haven't done podcasting before it's the simple things that you try to move your hat and mic and especially the relation between the two in no way basically that you try to make give yourself the best studio conditions you can that there that you suddenly have realized how the flow of talking works and where you can in editing where you can edit something because episode one to whatever weren't edited at all that was just the raw audio file uploaded and boom out there nowadays we cut around 10 minutes of every discussion which is repetitions stutters ums and ahs silence all of yes. that stuff that you don't need to get the flow of the discussion 
but generally our discussions are way smoother and we also experimented um, at the beginning we didn't at all because we didn't think that it was needed but one thing I can say for if you start a new discussion podcast is you need to play a lot around with a script and with a script I don't mean script your answers but script the questions you will ask each other you need to have enough talking points to fill the episode and I can say if you have even just three points written down that's already enough just realize how long you want your episode to be how much content you need to fill and then just talk you you can do it but you need to think about what to put in the episode to make it feel at least somewhat coherent at least if you're doing it like us where we have one topic per week and want to talk about that personal topic yeah if you have points that you can grasp while you're still talking about a different point it helps with the whole discussion being in a flow and getting from one point to another and not having too much of a downtime of talking or a completely off-topic thing it might Mm -hmm. happen because one question can spark other questions but you can have or at least you have the basic structure to mm-hmm. what you want to say mm-hmm. and you can kind of walk on that or around that line mm-hmm. yeah so now we did talked about the preparations and the thoughts we did for the first episode or before we got the podcast so Niels, how did it feel to release episode one and also two because we released them at the same time especially also how was the first few weeks of podcasting for you what were your feelings like what can you say to people i felt anxious and nervous at first because now my voice is out there for everyone to hear and suddenly we got listens which were weren't from our friends or us and this felt weird at first because i never thought how quickly people we don't know personally would listen to this or at least i didn't know how fast this can be it was terrifying even but it got better Mm -hmm. but clicking the submit or publish button on the first night was just it was a different kind of thing it's hard to explain but when you publish something for the first time to the world basically it feels strange at first Mm -hmm. i mean especially pressing the button of release first episode was a momentous moment more or less it was okay okay now it's done yeah we are doing this it is done. And from that point, it never stopped, right? We we get, got episode three, which was still terrible. Episode yeah. four, still terrible. Everything at the beginning was terrible. From this point of view, at least now. Yeah. Uh, without actually <laughs> one thing. I'm not insulting other podcasters with this, but a lot of people have shit first episodes. And that's okay. It's just the way it is. You have it's to the learn. learning experience. If you you if you're like us, you started on a whim, more or less, and now this project has grown into something more. And there are few people that put that effort of learning that stuff. We all learned over our first year or half first year in public before. And yes, their quality and way of things reflect that. But just because you find your first episode worse than someone else's, it doesn't mean that your episode is bad. I'm I'm still grateful for the first episode we did because we needed to start somewhere. Definitely. And I mean, we did start somewhere. And look at where where we are now. It was worth all the anxiousness, nervousness, terrifying experiences. The firsts, basically, of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Publishing for the first time. Recording for the first time. And all this kind of things. They were worth all the emotions Mm. and turned into good emotions from the perspective I am looking at it now. Because it made us improve or it made us to want to improve. Let's say it like that. Mm. But you wanted to say something as well. Sorry. Well, one 
of the things easily. I wouldn't have been on this project if we had six months of preparation time before we released our first episode. Then I would have probably dipped from this with you and you probably as well. That's That would have been too long. Mm. Not to say that people that do that do it wrong or something, but really everyone starts differently. And the only thing you can do is look forward and learn from the past mistakes of podcasting and improve. Those that do are the ones that stick around, are the ones that get recognized. So yeah. Then let's talk a bit about guests, because mm -hmm. we talked about guests privately a lot and how it felt recording with them. How did you score our first guest? How did I score our first guest? Well, our first guest is Eli from Mayday Roleplay, who's a lovely human being, and I appreciate her a whole lot. No, but how did we score Eli? Well, it was easy. <laughs> <laughs> I made a post on Twitter, like the pretentious person that I am, thinking that we can have we have an audience on Twitter that I can ask what we should do next for an episode. And we were like, okay, do we do battle maps, overworld maps? Or music, music at the table and something. And Eli basically barged down my door and went, hey, I'm a professional sound engineer and I think I have a lot of knowledge you guys want on your podcast. And I was like, well, okay then. Um, <laughs> yeah, Eli, Eli really just messaged uh, or, or put a message under the podcast. Boom, I'm a professional sound engineer. You want me on your podcast? And I was like, fuck yeah, I do. How do we even do this? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, or man, the... The first few weeks of logistics to get to a common ground when we can record and the first few times with guests how we can record was just a nightmare. Well, yeah. And then that sparked a very, very dear and uh, great friendship with Eli. So I'm very grateful for that because that was, was terrifying, but also something that I think this podcast and I as a person needed that Eli just said, fuck it, I'm here now. <laughs> Yeah, talk to me. It was it was an awesome but gruesome experience mm. at the same time. Mm -hmm. It it's hard to describe. Everyone who gets their first guest who isn't one of their friend group knows what we are talking about. I think mm. it it it's it's weird. It's awesome, cool, and all this, but also terrifying. I was yeah. shaking the whole damn episode, and I think two hours after that, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, to say the least. Yeah. Okay, moving on from that, Nils, yes. what has been your favorite episode of the one year of Double DM so far? From a perspective of learning the most, it was episode nine with Eli, because I learned a lot about how I how we have to communicate on the podcast on record with guests and stuff and in general how podcasting works mm -hmm. it was an awesome episode but the episode that i liked the most from a topic perspective probably would be failing and character creation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because failing was always a point that i was afraid of when my group failed i often didn't know how i could move on from that and stuff like that but the failing episode really helped me in the way that i needed to at that time failing forward as a just a simple phrase to put it out there mm -hmm. it's it, it's a huge thing but it needs to be talked about yeah and the character creation episode i really li uh, liked because it put a different spin on the way i did character creation before that or i still do mm -hmm. sometimes mm -hmm. yeah and getting these hot takes and talking about them is just a very interesting and fun thing to do at least mm -hmm. in my opinion yeah 100 percent. i agree so much right the character episode was one of the best we had 100 percent with 
with CC because he just had so much things that opened my eyes. But I have to say, when I think about my two favorite episodes, it's probably the pitching episode with Nathan mm -hmm. and creating a show episode. Maybe because I'm really taking the lessons I learned in those to heart from Russell and Nathan right now, especially for creating Titan's Call and how to approach this behemoth of making an actual play that actually is not just let's start out as a group of friends, but really has a production, uh, editing, an actual well put together intriguing story and world you can use. And, and right, I'm putting in a lot of extra effort that you don't need for an actual play. Mm. And I want to put that in. And that's why these two episodes come in handy the most for me right now, because yeah. they're the most information, they have the most information on how to make a great product how to make your yeah. product which is a, how to make your show a great product basically when you combine those two episodes yeah but focusing on just one favorite episode at least for me is not possible because we talked about so much great stuff but, but hey at least no one of us said session zero episode because everyone forgot that one we don't talk about that one <laughs> just yeah i mean the talks we had about it was fine but no one listened to it like it has such a bad statistic yeah but story arcs is even worse <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I still like the episodes. It was still fun talking about it. Yeah. But but those were still in our early stages. Yeah. Yeah. So th there is things to improve on those. Yeah. Uh, right. In a year, we will look back at this episode and think, "Boy, what the fuck did we do there? Why?" Oh, oh yeah. 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 But this will be every time we do these sort of yearly recaps of how the year was it's always going to be better the year after that mm -hmm. because we are still learning always learning new things still improving and all of those things you it, it's like everyone says you never stop to learn there's always things that you can learn every fucking day and it's the same with this project mm -hmm. and your pomegranate is our mas mascot now yeah okay <laughs> yeah, these sure. anniversary Let episodes <laughs> yeah okay Let Okay, every I'm, anniversary I'm... episode will have a pomegranate in it. Yeah. Next year, there will be two. It will be the same <laughs> It will be the same pomegranate. <laughs> Please not. No, no, no. I think if we wait a year for this pomegranate, the pomegranate walks out itself. <laughs> it just leaves. <laughs> On its own two legs, so yeah, uh, will, let's not do that. Come triple the Emmets now, and the pomegranate. <laughs> yeah, maybe let's not get to that point where the pomegranate becomes a, oh, an own person. Please, I don't want to <laughs> give up my flat to the pomegranate because I feel like it would throw me out. <laughs> uh, it, it will become your friendly roommate. It will also pay rent. Uh, oh, no. I can take that. I would love that. But Do you yeah. hear that, pomegranate? <laughs> Get that, yeah. <laughs> oh. But coming back to episodes mm -hmm. and stuff, we had a lot of episodes with guests. Mm -hmm. And those guests were basically all from the community. Mm -hmm. How was it interacting with the, uh, with the community and in general connecting with the community? I have to say that interacting with especially the TTRPG community on Twitter was one of the best experiences I've ever had. So many friendly people, so many nice people, good eggs. Yeah, no, generally you, you have you find so much creativity, so much respect and inclusivity in that space and they took us in as 
a new person in that community, as a new group in that community. And yeah, now we're here. And it's not in small amounts, thanks to the community that we kept going. Because this community actually supports one another. I listen to a lot of podcasts from other people in the community and see their videos, their streams, buy their maps and items and what all. Because not only do they do the same for me, but I also want to support them. And the same they do in kind for me. The people want to support others that's something you don't necessarily take for granted everywhere and i mean i can go on and on about the people that i've met that i need to thank but obviously hope for ggrpgs maps and quests abyssal bruce um dice drop especially the game goddess alley uh lex from titanomachy rpg um, Nathan from Reckless Attack already named, Eli from Mayday Roleplay already named, Amber from the Space Jamber, Souls from Souls Rolls. Yeah, going on, I can say people like um, Evie from Dean Disaster Story, Cassie Mothwin, um, who made What Crooked Roots, one of the best D&D supplements I've ever seen. Yeah, Matt and Fernando from Abyssal Blues, I already think I told about them, but we talk about them a lot anyway. So uh, yeah, Matt, you get mentioned too often here <laughs> there's no th such thing as too often for awesome content creators yeah that's because th that's true everyone we talk about deserves all the love that we send towards them mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um obviously the people that jason zollinger or chill touch rpg right now steam sage ewan from not x from lost and transmit just as and who has an awesome shield supplement coming up um never not dm ben um yeah and so many others basically i can go on and on all day naming these people for their awesome work for their awesome support for their yeah for just being good people that i enjoy the company of um danny hurt uh, <laughs> I, I can't sing bogus cheesecake I, I can i can name names all day so you have to need to, you need to stop me now yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was going to because okay. if we start listing all the people yeah. we are thankful for we would be here i think two or three days straight yeah and i think neither you nor me has time for that yeah so everyone we didn't include thank you for being there i just forgot you because i am in stress right now oh because good. i needed to stop you because we can't talk about mm -hmm. everyone sadly Carney, sideshow sylvie okay it's not <laughs> Then what are the things on the show do you want to highlight? Um, especially things that have nothing to do with this show. Uh, Why Your World Matters, the actual play and learn we did with Klaus, the fun. interviews we did with Roleplay Chat, Thinking Critically, and Homie and the Dude. Those all five have been experiences that have nothing to do with this actual podcast, but still have connected us with good people. Klaus is also another person that I want to shout out. Okay, Matt from Roleplay Chat as well. Um, Danny from Thinking Critically and Tom, Tom and Bodie from Homie and the Dude, obviously. Um, Tyler, okay, <laughs> Tyler from Magic Whistle. Okay, now I'm done. Okay, no, but we, we've done a lot in this year that has actually nothing to do with our show or isn't exactly our show. And I think people, if you want to enter the TTRPG space, you need to do that. You need to work with people. You need to connect. You need to network with people. You need to approach people about doing interviews together, collaborations, and everything. And one of the things that I'm just going to come out and say, don't try to shoot for stars. 
that 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 might sound weird, but you need to realize that a lot of the creators that you see are very busy. Yeah. And if someone um and and and, and I'm not saying this because we are too big to to talk to small people. I I I enjoy talking to no matter your reach and i just want to know about your opinions and your um your expertise or whatever and that is all i need to know to talk to you but a lot of creators are very busy with their own projects and especially with the collaborations they already have going on so find the people that you actually want to collaborate with people that you are close to make friends and collaborate with them grow together yeah support each other you don't have to go for the biggest creator you can find and hope they say yes go about it organically find someone you enjoy and they enjoy your presence and then say hey why don't we collaborate on something how about this and since you're friends you will support each other in that if they can and want to be on your part of that project they will and then that works out right eli came onto our show because eli wanted to be on the show and we didn't know Eli very well but we made sure that we know Eli before we let Eli on the show but after that I still connected with Eli Eli stayed friends with the show with me and with you because that's how you grow in this space you don't grow alone you grow with people you you and that uh Yeah. So yeah, uh, doing work with other creators, right? Why Your World Matters is a big panel every quarter year. The actual play with Klaus was amazing. Yeah. The interviews, perfect. Other shows uh, where we can talk to people, where we can have insight and learn from each other. Great. Yeah. Don't think of other people that you can interact with as competition. Mm -hmm. Think of them as support for you and you as support for them. So you can build higher together and not Mm -hmm. I build my own thing trying to overshadow you that is not going to work yeah support each other and everything will be all right mm-hmm. um Nils, uh, <laughs> yeah. this is a big question yeah but i think so how, what has this show done for us okay th- th- that is a loaded fucking question that, that, that's that, that's huge. it's not loaded it's just a huge question yeah it has done so much it, it helped me build confidence for myself not just mm. on the internet or in this podcast but in general it just made me more confident in my personal life as well i don't really know why but it did because i accomplished something i think and mm. this, this just made me more confident in general mm. it made me a better dm i i don't want to play in a game from me from over a year ago but now hell yeah with the knowledge (laughs) i have now back then different again point of perspective yeah but with the things i learned through all this creative dialogue that we did with ourselves or other guests i just learned so much on how to dm how to interact with people how to deal with with certain things how to be more confident Mm. in myself in this podcast in and in my friends and yeah it just it just did so much stuff that is not easily explainable without talking two days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, because I can it's echo just deeply connected and woven into everything I do now. Kind of, I, I can echo that wholeheartedly. Right, I improved so much as a DM through talking to you, through talking to other people, learning from others. That is the way to grow as a DM because no book and no YouTube video, no person can tell you how to get better. Only you can. But you can still talk to other people that can say, well, I do this. 
this might work for you or why not try this or this is how I approach it. And that gives you perspective you didn't have before. It improved my English as a language a whole lot again. And oh, yeah. that is a valuable skill even for daily life. Um, It made me, I already said that this year in podcasting and the podcast is the reason I'm, I've met a lot of people on Twitter, right? I It opened a lot of doors to amazing people for me. I've been connecting with so many amazing people that I now call some of my best friends ever. And all of them are phenomenal. And also what they did uh, as as an effect then is change me as a person and I will forever be grateful for that. It's hard to describe more than it is but yeah people I, I've met a lot of amazing people and I'm thankful for that and this is basically the biggest influence the show had on me. Oh yeah it is just it it just it's hard to pinpoint what specific impacts this show had mm. on me or I think it, I'm it happens so gradually over time right exactly I don't want to speak for you, but I think you are the same in this regard. We both can't pinpoint a specific thing that impacted the show the most or the show impacted this the most. But everything our li in our lives, basically, was impacted by the way mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. show develops and still will develop. Mm -hmm. Because it's just a huge part of my mind space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Because I completely true. identify with, yeah, I am part of WDM, period. <laughs> it, it is just who I am now, part of WDM, and I love it. I am proud to be part of WDM. I will say that, and I don't think I will ever change that point of view. I'm also very proud of uh, what we've accomplished so far, and I can't wait for what's to come. Speaking of what's to come, what do you expect for the next year? Oh, um, a lot. I look most forward to Titan's Call and yeah. recording, editing, and releasing that, which uh, we don't have an exact date yet, but recording starts in March and then it's rather quickly till the pipeline uh, pushes out the other end for podcasting. So end of April, May, maybe June, something along those lines, but also shows after that, right? I do intend to have actual plays nearly all the time on this feed next to this discussion show. Look forward to another 52 episodes of this discussion, creative talking to amazing guests we can have and to whatever else we discover. We don't know, maybe in in, in six months we will start streaming maybe we will yeah. release a supplement whatever right i mean why not yeah the world is our oyster but mm -hmm. i am also i can just i don't know the the the, the, the saying the world is our oyster kind of always feels too sexual for me <laughs> okay, okay you made it weird now <laughs> This one's on you. <laughs> I mean, I, I would so classify me as a brain. weird one, but this one is on you, my friend. <laughs> God. Oh, but yeah, I'm sorry, but I, I just need to... It's, it's discussion focus. I should speak my mind. Yeah, definitely. And this is one thing I am looking forward to as well in the next year. All of these weird <laughs> shenanigans that are happening around and in the discussions. <laughs> You should hear the pre-talks of these things. <laughs> they are just... I mean, calling them talks is a little yeah. bit of an overstatement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just a thing, I guess, but... It, it hypes me up mentally for all of this. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, the actual play as well. I'm I'm also planning something along an actual play kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I don't know when, where, what, or what it is about. But I'm excited to plan that. That's what I'm looking forward to. To finish up the rough planning of what, it wanted, uh, what I want it to be. Mm -hmm. 
so yeah, a lot of new projects, at yeah. least in our head. And so they will be on the internet. So yeah, and even more that are not even yet in our heads, but just mm -hmm. in our subconscious. So um, I think we're done for this anniversary episode. It's been an amazing year with you, Nils. Uh, thank you for doing this with me. I don't think I could have found a better person for this. That means a lot. And thank you to the people that have listened for whatever length they've listened to this podcast. Thank you for being part of the journey. Thank you for listening. And we will hear you all on the next one. No, I'm not going to do shout outs for social media. I don't, I want this to be a sentimental moment, which I just ruined. I know. Thank you for listening. Hear you on the next one. Bye bye. Bye bye, everyone. <laughs>